This podcast brought to you by Daddy Jam's Time Space Mixes. You can listen at mixcloud.com slash daddy jams. Daddy Jam's Time Space Mixes. Listen at mixcloud.com. Welcome to TBF, a Browns fans podcast. Oh, I don't know what to say, guys. That was just some predictable shit. You know, if you could get what you get out of the Browns on a first drive all game long, <laughs> You'd be what a team stuff. we'd be. Yeah, what a team. What a team we'd be. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's, uh, I guess... Let's just fade the music out and talk about it. Uh, and I don't want this to be a fire the head coach party, but it's kind of hard to get out of this situation without saying those words <clears throat> at some point. He uh, was uh, even asked it, I think, in the well, at least about Joe Woods. But I don't know. I'm, I'm just look. I I learned some new information today. Oh, what'd you learn? So uh, I, I I thought about it. I was like, you know, Jason Kidd was traded in base and basketball, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then I looked up. Can you trade an NFL? Coach? Oh, I and know I the answer to this, but you go ahead and tell okay. me what you found out. Okay, so what I found out is there was an NFL coach traded. Yes, there was. And it was the Raiders who traded. Oh, for yeah, well, who did they? Yeah. To Tampa Bay. They okay. traded John Gruden to Tampa Bay, who got to take right. Tony Dungy's team to the fucking Super Bowl. To Super Bowl, right. Now, here's what's funny, okay? Now, obviously, it's only ever been done for picks because that's the only time it's been done. Okay. Yeah. And Browns don't have any picks, guys. To, Browns opposed, don't have any picks, though. Right, no picks, right. Opposed yeah. to how players are treated in a trade, a coach <clears> has <throat> to say yes. He has to want to be. Tra- he has to yeah. one want to be traded, and two want to be traded to the team you're oh, trading yeah. to. And I'll be honest with you, there's another coach that was traded. Do you know who it was? No. Okay. Do you remember that brief stint of time after Bill Belichick was the coach of the Browns, and then he went back and he was defensive coordinator for Bill Parcells, who then retired. Okay, but. Bill Belichick had signed as head coach for the New York Jets. Right. Okay. And then Bill Belichick's backed out of that deal, okay, and went to the Patriots. Well, the Patriots had to compensate the Jets with picks. So, whether they wanted it or not, they traded for him. Uh, Okay, so... In the end, they did, but that was yeah, that was some backhanded bullshit by Bill because he signed as the Jets head coach, came out, did the press conference, the day he got the job, and the next day come out and did a press conference, say I'm going to New England. <laughs> mm. 
That, that was a happens. hard game to watch, fellas. I mean, it was hard really game good. to watch. Look, the hardest thing was for me, as I'm watching the 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 the, the you know the the play caller and the color announcer come in. James Lofton's doing color on this game, and he says to his his guy, he says, "Well, the keys for victory for the Browns are twenty and ten. The number thirty. You get 20 carries to Chubb and 10 receptions to Amari Cooper. If you do that, you're going to win this game. And he pointed out that the Browns have won every game that Chubb's been given 20 or more carries. And to say that, and by the way, to say that, you don't even have to say what's next. Because they only have three wins. So guess what you know? They've only done it three times. Right. I am tired of hearing about Kevin Stefanski being an analytics guy because if your analytics overlooks the analysis that if I give this running back 20 carries, we're percentage-wise more likely to win. And then if I don't, and you hard-headedly, almost intentionally appear in in appearance anyway, just determine that you're not going to do this. I can win without that. When that's obviously statistically a guaranteed win. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Well, he does so many things. I mean, it's not just using clock and, 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 and setting up passes, but, you know, you keep it's comp. Well, no, but regardless of what it does, I'm just talking statistically. Statistically, the numbers don't lie. They didn't lie before this season, but the Browns themselves have proved it beyond the shadow of a doubt. If you have a bell cow running back, and the Browns do, his name is Nick Chubb, and you give him the ball 20 times a game, you're going to win more than you're going to lose. And it has to do with time of possession, certainly. Okay. But the bottom line is to to act like you want to be the exception to this statistic for some unknown reason to everybody else. And it's more important, apparently, to Kevin Stefanski to be right about not having to than to just do it and win. You know, somebody tried to tell me, and I like our second back, Kareem Hunt, tried to tell me that Kareem was better than Chubb. I'm like, dude, no, not. Well, he could be well, a feature back somewhere else, but not on this team. But, and, and by the way, if somebody opened their mouth and said those words to me, I'd stop having serious football conversation with them. Well, yeah, I don't really. I just saw I just, it in yeah. type after I responded. Yeah, you know, yeah I wouldn't. Like, I mean, I wouldn't even respond to it. It doesn't. It does not require or deserve a response in any any conversation no. where you're talking as somebody who actually purports to know a little bit about the sport. Yeah, that's why I let it go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh, guys, I just want to mention one thing. You know me. I'm always described since you, since I entered the podcast before Jeff was here and it was uh, Alva. I was always the homer, right? So now the homer is pissed. So when the homer gets pissed, there's a reason. I'm just saying it's hard to get me to the point where I'm like, you know what? We need to. I'm just. I'm so fed. Yeah. Up. I mean, I want this guy fired worse than I wanted Hugh Jackson fired, and I wanted him fired. Kind of not very long after we got him, okay? But certainly after we yeah. went 0-16. How we ever 
How we ever attempted to go into another season with a guy who led us to an 0-16 record in a year? I have no idea. That didn't make sense. Didn't make a lick of sense, no. But, but you know, it does we, add it does, gonna... it does add it does add does add credibility to Hugh Jackson's story that I was doing what I was told to do. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Jeff, um, 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 what do you want to do about this? I mean, what do you think the Browns well, should I do mean, about this? I will say this. Right, so, like I said, I looked into that newfound information. You've just told me new information. You know what I mean? I know there's been some others and whatnot. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, because I've been theorizing what we should do, you know. So I'm like, what's what's best for us and Kevin, right? Maybe Kevin just needs to go somewhere. Ain't nobody can give up. you anything. Okay, okay, that's where I'm getting Anybody at. Gonna now, I mean, um, you, okay, let's do heads up, right? But who wants him at this point? Dude, who would well, take my Kevin point, Stefanski? My point on firing Kevin Stefanski or separating ways with him is like, fine, let him play the season. I don't give a fucking crap. I do. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I understand. I understand your point, but listen, I I really don't care about that. It's that that I can't let him be in charge of this team, and if he can't function as a lame duck, because at some point it's going to be obvious that Kevin is gone. Okay, we'll know Kevin's gone before they tell us he's gone. I'm just all I'm saying, and I think we're getting really close to that because. You can tell me statistically about 25 points a game and how for a certain amount of time this year the Browns were the most productive point offense in this league, but I can also tell you that they're 3-7, and seven, okay? And I don't right. think that fucking matters, especially when you can – you don't have to dig at all into the statistics of the Cleveland Browns to understand the fundamental problem and why they aren't winning these close games they should be. You and I, you listen, we've said it over and 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 over again, and this ain't the first season we've been saying this about Kevin Stefanski. It's apparent that for some reason, Kevin Stefanski has aversion, personal aversion to running the ball when he should be. To just having faith in his running game. I mean, listen, if Jacoby Brissett fades back and throws the pick, Kevin Stefanski doesn't stop passing. Right. You know, I remember but, us but saying that But if Nick Chubb runs for might... two yards, if Nick Chubb runs for two yards, you won't see another run that series. I remember us saying back when he first started coaching that we thought he might outgrow this, and he hasn't. No, it's, he's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. It has gotten yeah. worse. And and I, I, I don't know. Was maybe Baker Mayfield's fiery personality was enough to offset and, you know, it's like, coach, we need to run some. Maybe that's why we were doing it more then. But even then, it's almost like he obstinately refuses to run as a matter of standard his running back 20 times a game. Yeah, no, he wasn't running. Even even in 2020, right. when we made he play. uses the words he uses the words balanced attack, but he doesn't call it on the field. No, he gets caught up in the situation, 
And it would be fine if that were the situation on that play, on that down, on that distance, because that's the situation he needs to be worried about. He gets caught up in the overall situation of the game and starts playing comeback football way before he needs to. Okay, there's a point in the game when you're far enough behind and there's the, the clock is raining in that it's going to be all past because you got to get down the field in a hurry. I understand that. But it's not it's not when you're down three points early in the third. And I've seen him do this to exclusion. If he's behind in the third quarter, he'll go all past. He won't run the ball at all. But in spite of himself and because the running game is so good for the few times that he does call it. And keep in mind the days that we did get see Nick Chubb get the ball 20 times. Even then, he frustratingly wouldn't put like two runs together, you know, for some yeah, reason. Exactly. Even when you, you know, get the 20 runs, you don't get the consistency yeah. over and you know it, what I mean it, it, it is it is it is the run game as an afterthought on a team where the run game is their primary strength and so you're calling it as an afterthought on a team that it's their primary strength at least right now I would hope that's at some point in the not too distant future but I I believe that's going to be next season that with Deshaun Watson your passing game can be 75% as potent as your running game. It would be a fantastic passing game at that rate. But the running game itself is the strength of the Browns. You know, even this is this is what I don't understand and I, I, that he doesn't know. Even as good as Nick Chubb is, no matter what running back you are, you get stopped at the line of scrimmage, you get two, you get three, you get one, you get stopped behind, you whatever. You got to get get him a chance to get a rhythm. How's he going to get a rhythm when you keep taking well, him out? You keep taking one. You break. keep taking first and second down from him, though. See, right. Second and long, third and long are passing downs. Okay, right. First down and second and short are running downs. Okay, that's what I thought. Well, I that's mean, traditional. That's traditional, and you can mix it up, and you can change out and do stuff. You can even mix it up and pass on first down here once in a while, but generally speaking, if you've got some credibility to your running game, you just come out there and go on schedule. Preaching to the choir, man. I mean, it's just insane. Well, no, but see, where? so that's the problem. Kevin Stefanski don't go to church, so you can't preach to his choir. Right. He ain't in the choir. He's a, he's a fucking heathen. <laughs> here's my, here's so my thing about it. It's not like it's not like I don't understand like today's NFL is not the same, right? But it's not so much different that you can play outside of those constraints as much as he is. And the other team not basically be able to predict you. Exactly. Okay? It's, he, it's, I mean, it's he's become so, um, if you will, you know, counterintuitive, if you will. You know, because Kevin Stefanski is trying to do the thing you least expect him to do. Right. And it doesn't work. Oh. It doesn't work because, listen, if the Browns want to get into deception, they need to have to they got to figure out how to actually do some of those things all out of the same formation. OK, because when the Browns line up, 
you know what they're about to do. And, you know, and do you know, and you I'll guys, tell you something that you saw in this past game more times than you've seen any day by the Cleveland Browns. And I was actually, it would have been a good thing if he'd have just committed to some more run game. They did play action and it worked. On, I was just about to say the first drive of the game, they play action and it worked. And then oh, they yeah. didn't do it anymore. It's like, I'm like, it's like, you know what it feels like Kevin's doing? It feels like he's, um, and you know, I don't like, like I said, I don't comment too much on other shows sometimes, but if I hear something that just sticks out glaringly, I say something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to Rizzo and uh-huh. <laughs> the guy said something about the fact that in the games, you know what I mean? It's funny how all of a sudden Stefanski's offense comes to life and he kills the spread. Yep. Okay. Right. Now, here's the problem. Okay. It's almost he's like he's on the games. It's almost like he's in almost like in the first quarter in the last three minutes he's of the game. Points. He's toying with he's us. No, just points. Let, let me let me finish here. It's almost like he's playing with us. It's almost like he's like, look, I can do this. Now I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it. No, no. No, no, I'm not going to do it. Wait, no, there's three minutes left. There's three like minutes left. Can, I'm going to show you what I can do in three minutes. I'm going to show no. you what I can do. <laughs> Kevin's like, Arch Leister. Arch Leister went to prison for it. Okay. Kevin Stefanski shaving points. I, we figured it out. I don't, I don't know what if that. I know. I know this. He's in, he's into the Vegas bookies for millions. All I'm saying is this. I don't know that that's what he's doing, okay, obviously, but he's been pretty consistent with this first quarter. They're good. And last two minutes, they're good. Okay? I'm just saying. I mean, look, I I don't know what it is. Well, keep in mind now, when it gets late in the game, when it gets late in the game and the team that's winning and you have the ball and they know you're going to be trying to get a touchdown, right? Right. They're playing they're rushing three and everybody else is dropping back, right? They're right. giving you everything underneath. And if you can blow one of their coverages and get a long gain, it's usually a touchdown. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there you go. And that's why what appears to be late game success, but what I would think is more indicative of the fact that Kevin Stefanski is a guy that is not going to develop like we wanted him to. Because we saw this effect in all three of his seasons, but it's becoming more damning of a thing to keep seeing. The Browns score on the first drive more than any other team I've ever seen. Exactly. And that's all that's been being talked about on all the shows. It's like, okay, but wait, but what what do we know about first drives in the NFL? Scripted. Scripted. Who the fuck says that Kevin Stefanski's even doing that script? We don't know. We do know that he sucks like fucking hell calling it live on Sunday, though, after that script. For all yeah, we know, hey, for all we know, it's it's like him versus his actual offensive coordinator and his offensive coordinator is winning every first quarter. Well, that's but that's it. He's it's, I think I think Van, AVP is doing the script. OK. And then Stefanski takes over calling the plays. Here, I got this from here, man. I got it, just man. I got it, it this time. I know I got it this week. I got it. I got it. You know, I know this is more of a passing league now, but right now, 
yeah, we don't have Deshaun Watson. You guys no, said but it. I, have said but, it before. but I don't. I don't and, give a and, damn. Listen, listen to me. Uh, but and, but see, here's the point. You're trying. I need people to stop making this point that Jacoby Brissett is somehow or another worse than Deshaun Watson for this team. Deshaun Watson has never thrown a pass as a Brown, and there's a high likelihood the few first few games that you see him throw passes, you're going to want this bum out of town based on the quality of play. Okay, so I don't want it. Our passing game is fine. It has nothing to do with his ignoring the running game. I, I'd like to also point out sort of the same fear I have. I, I mean – you don't the game that Brissett played last game. You don't lose that. Okay, you don't lose that. I don't know. There's no. We we'd be happy as fuck if when Watson comes back, he plays a game as good as Brissett just played last game. Okay? Oh my god, yeah. If Sean Watson could come out and you just lose nothing from Jacoby Brissett and go up from there, that'd that'd be ideal and great. Right, but but, but do you really think that that's gonna happen? Of, okay, but what I'm saying is is it's I'm less it's less on that. It's less if it was good of a game as Brissett played last game. We still lost. Right, because all he had There's to do no, was run the ball. All he had to there, James Lofton said it even at the second half because guys what did you tell me, Hugh, at halftime? Uh, he's still not running. Remember. He's still not running, Nick. He's still not. I said, wait a minute. Oh, Hugh. yeah. If he's supposed to run him 20 times a game, he ran him 10 times in the first half. He's halfway there and the game's halfway done. I'm in his corner right now. He's doing the there right thing. Like, but for, but, but like he ran, what, what did he do? Run him four he more did, times? Consistently. But what was the he total? He what, did it, he did it sporadically. Hold on, but what? It doesn't matter. He ran him ten times in the first half. Listen to me. If you're gonna run him back twenty times a game, that means ten times a half. Stop. Stop. He was on schedule at halftime. But what was the total carry amount for uh, Chubb? 14, guys? Fourteen yards. So he only ran him yards, five like, more for the whole rest of the fucking game. <laughs> so what I'm what I'm going is based on what you just said earlier. Is that he doesn't run? He doesn't give him a chance on first and second down. And if you gain a lot of yards and it's third and short, running him on third two, you know he doesn't let him get a rhythm. That's what I'm saying. I don't care if but, it was ten times; it doesn't matter. But I'm going to tell you something. You know what I'm saying? All you, you got to do. But if you're a defense and you're looking at the Browns, you want to know why the Browns' yeah. running game will appear to be ineffective sometimes. Here's here it goes. If they're going to run Chubb, he is going to be a single back, and he's and he starts. My God, man, fifteen yards behind the fucking quarterback. Okay, right, right. All right, and never a two back set. Never a two back set. Never an eye formation. Nothing. That's it. It's Chubb alone, fifteen yards back. Then. Well, it's not 15 and yards. Back, no, no. Yeah, it is. God damn well it is, man. You look at it. You just go look at it. Chubb is Chubb. Chubb has one of the biggest fucking, you know, I look, I'm glad he can cover that ground in time to go get the handoff, but they have him back there unnaturally far back. Okay. Now that means they're going to run Chubb or they're going to actually do play action, which is a you know, hit and miss. But they'll do play action, and then, you know, Chubb will either block or get the outlet pass. Yeah. When Kareem Hunt's going to be run, when Kareem Hunt's going to be run, 
Uh, by the way, outside of that, if Chubb's in the lineup and he's not back like that, that means they're not going to run him because they got him slotted. They never, they never do Chubb like they do Kareem Hunt all the time. If Kareem Hunt's in the lineup, he's going to be standing next to Brissett, Brissett in the shotgun. Yep. Okay? And then you know Kareem Hunt's going to run. Or he's going to stay in block and then get out, let, or whatever. Okay? It's like they can't do anything else. It's like... that. that well, they there... do empty backfield all they want because that's what they do most of the time. Yeah, they do empty backfield when they're passing. It's like, right, look, have a back there anyway. I mean, they did have a back there. They had a back in the backfield occasionally. Occasionally. And I'm like... Yeah, but then you get the stupidity yeah. plays. Okay, so it's third down and one. So you say, well, look, we've gotten people with the fucking quarterback sneak all fucking year, right? <clears throat> right. But they stuff your ass. Now, okay, it, it, it sounds to me like if you're the team calling the plays here, if I'm the guy calling the plays for the Browns, I'm like, uh, they've been watching that film, haven't they? But Let's just talk about our, our great offensive line for a second. Because talk about a failure. How are you going to let the same player fire the same gap on two consecutive plays with success? I know. Because, I mean, they, that, that, that play, that second play, the fourth and one, might as well have been the first play for what your eyes saw. Right. Yep. And it's like, no. It was... That was it's, this is unacceptable. <clears throat> Jimmy Haslam, listen to Browns fans right now. And we couldn't stop the run to save our lives either. Well, it's that's another problem. Fight. That's see, but that's that's another problem. But it all stems to me. I don't know if you can even blame Joe Woods right now for the way the offense is doing this defense because to be one of the top producers of points, okay, on average, week to week. And the Browns mm-hmm. have been for many weeks, so they're still up there even though they're not at the top anymore. They, and, and, it, and it's amazing too, wasn't it? Two, two, three weeks ago, they were number one in the NFL in time of possession. Yep. yep. Yeah. See, here's, my, exactly. here's my thing. Here's my thing. I do not think Joe Woods has been doing good because even when they were doing good on time, a time position was still somewhat of an issue. But I'll even make the point, even when we were on top in time of possession, I'm going to make this point. We could have been higher. OK, yeah, we could have had more of a gap on the lead. Sure. OK. Sure. And this offense has not tried to help this defense all not a year. Bit. Not none. All year. Not none, man. They would listen for for <clears throat> for for a, a, a scoring quick is not your defense's friend. And when you have the ability to methodically go down the field and chew up clock, and you don't do it, you're harming yourself. Not only that, the steam engine never gets rolling because it's like you say, Hugh, they get no momentum. They, you, you don't allow them to find a rhythm. And yeah. it's not just the back. It's not just the back. It's the entire line. It's everything. It's a synchronization right. thing. Thank you. Try to tell that to some people and they just don't get it. I'm like, what, what don't you get about it? I'm like, 
I'm not that smart. I'm just saying, man. We yeah, rocket you don't science. have to be a rocket scientist to know about this shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But see, that's right. the part that's really pissing me off about Kevin Stefanski, because he's presented to us as the smart guy in the room. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. have you ever seen when the smart guy becomes stupid? You know when the smart guy or, becomes stupid, right? When he thinks he's smarter yeah. than everybody. Yeah. Okay. The smart guy yeah. didn't get smart by thinking he was smart. It was by actually being that. And and about the time that somebody comes to you with an obvious thing, and because you're the smart guy and you didn't think of it yourself, you try to treat it as if it's not a thing, right? That's what Kevin right. Stefanski is doing. He's being the smart guy. He's defend. He's trying to say, "I'm smarter than you. I'm going to show you." Well, I mean, here's my okay. thing. We we all know the different. I mean, there's the simple things, okay? Mm. Like if you're if you're the best at something, right? It's mm. like the whole Michael Jordan thing, you know. You, if you're the best at something, it, it's if you start. How do you put it? If 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 you do not keep improving, right? <coughs> you're not the best anymore. Okay, as soon as you stop improving and you're just like, I'm the best. Well, you're not the best anymore because somebody's going to catch you. Okay, well, it's the same thing that, with the day being you smart. have to start the day you have to try to justify yourself by. Okay, if say, for instance, that Jordan found and remember, remember when Jordan was making all all, you know, the, the all pro team all the time. Right. But when it came to the all-defensive right. awards, when it came to the all-defensive awards, he was non-present, right? And the big knock on Michael Jordan was he didn't have any defense in his game. What did he do? He went and he went to work on that, didn't he? Right. And he was first-team all-defense for the rest of his fucking career. Okay? But it wasn't because he was like, no, no, I don't need to do that because I'm Michael Jordan. And, you know, would Michael Jordan have won as many championships? I don't know. How many championships did Michael Jordan win because of his defense? Eh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I don't many. Know. I don't think many. I think most of them were because of his offense. And he could have he played a different game and probably still had success. But he had the ultimate <clears throat> success and one that's kind of from a standpoint of the number of championships it produced in the number of years that it did. Um, I mean, I think I think it speaks for itself. Um, but the but the point is, is that Michael didn't get hard headed about it and obstinately refused to play defense because he'd been criticized for not doing it. Did he? No. OK, well, no. this in effect is what Kevin Stefanski is doing with this. Look, run the fucking ball, Kevin. Well, I mean, the other thing I was about to say, though, there's, I mean, it's, to me, it's the same. It falls in the same degree of, of being smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tomorrow, what we view as smart could could it's not going to become stupid. Right. But it could not be the smartest thing in the room anymore. OK. I mean, if we well, had if we suffered true. new if we suffered nuclear war today. Right. Yes. Yeah, scientists are viewed as being smart guys. Would they be the smartest person to you anymore? I mean, the guy who could go out and live off the land is going to be a pretty damn smart motherfucker at that point, right? Well, this you're gonna, much is you're going to be looking, yeah. you're going to be looking up to this guy like, yeah, well, teach me a little bit about what you know, you know, because it's valuable then, 
Okay, it's, unless uh, it's the all scientist about of which valuable. you speak is a biologist, in which case he might do just fine. Yeah, he, right. Unless he, yeah. ah, you never know. I mean, yeah. the point being, though. Yeah, exactly. No, I get your point. I'm just saying. I was just being silly because otherwise, I have to talk about the Browns. The Browns make me think of Kevin Stefanski, and they make me want him fired. And by the way, the coaches seem scripted. <laughs> he just says this either that or he doesn't realize he's saying the same shit over and over again. Oh my god. I just I can't I can't even listen to a Kevin Stefanski fucking press conference anymore. I just can't do it. You remember when it got to the point where you couldn't listen to Butch Davis because all he was gonna do was all the whole time say we gotta do better, gotta do better, gotta do better. That was it. That's all he I mean, ever said. I mean, if Kevin was more honest in saying all the things that we didn't do and we did badly, and but it's just that you know, I want to put Kevin. I want to put Kevin Stefanski in a position to succeed as I kick his ass off of the train. As I kick his ass, I don't want. I don't want him no more. I I don't. I'm done. You know, I forget what it is he said. He said. Oh, we know there's a lot of negative negativity attached to not doing well and the certain aspects that they were talking about at the time when the reporter was asking him questions. And so, it, it, yeah, so we're just going to stick to trying to figure out how we can so, win this game. So it's pretty it's like, soon he's going to have to answer the question, hey, Kevin, why do you suck? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, look, that's, somebody did make that point. Yeah. Uh, what I was listening to that they basically said, um, look, we're not about basically we're not about winning. We're about our process. I was like, yeah, oh, that makes no sense. That doesn't make any <laughs> oh, sense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's about the process. And I get it. We get the whole Sixers thing. Trust the process. Blah, 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 blah. OK, um, uh-huh. look, but, if the but winning is, is part of the process. <laughs> Winning's part of a process. You you can't have a sport. Well, if your process and be like trust a process. And if the goal not of your that. process is not to win, I mean, for just for the process to exist, just to be, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. No, not in the case of a team in a competitive sports league. <clears throat> now, if you were Social Security, that's great. Social Security doesn't have to win. It needs to be there for people. Okay. And then then you'd be good. That would be a good process for that. But this is a team in a competitive sports league whose stated goal is to win or to want to anyway. Was there some highlights in that game that stuck out as actually being halfway decent? I can't remember. That first drive was a thing of beauty. The first drive was good. Yeah. Mari had some nice catches. Oh, yeah. I mean, Hunt yeah. had some good runs. Here's my oh, thing about uh, Peoples so, uh, Jones. Peoples Jones. Peoples Jones. Okay, but let me comment on this. Okay, now Chubb didn't wasn't having the best game. I still do think with all everything Chubb has done this year and how he has turned games around, like with one run, he still should have got his twenty carries. I don't yeah, care. Absolutely. Okay? But but to come even to even come off of that. Hunt was actually doing fairly well, though. So why didn't he just run Hunt then? 
It's because we have he's two, two made He's not going to be wrong. He will not be wrong because he's a smart one. Just, I'm such saying. a smart boy. He needs to go home. Somebody call his mama. Somebody suspend him. You know, this is the first. And then after that, it's expulsion. Can't come back. I'm just saying. Kevin, the bull head, co- head coach, had a very passing game. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm telling you, dude. Oh, my. Hunt only, Hunt only had five carries for 32 yards, 6.4 average. Uh-huh. So, yeah. You know, you did better than it's just, it's just listen. Buffalo had a good run defense, and our line wasn't holding up for now, blocking. Buffalo for scouted us. I'm, I I don't get the impression that we did much scouting of Buffalo. <clears throat> and here's the part: you look how we came out after the bye against Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about defensively now. Let's talk about time in the film room and what we're looking at and what we're looking for and how we're scheming and game planning against the opposing offense. We did nothing to disrupt the Miami offense, and we looked like we had some shit going, which honestly, with hindsight being what it is, rather than us playing really good defense on those first three drives, I think it just took the Bills a while to settle in because they'd just been through hell in what should have been a home home week for them. They find themselves in Detroit, and now they got to go back to Detroit on Thursday and play again. It just took them a while to get going, dude, and that's all you were seeing. What you thought was good from your defense was just, nah. The Bills win themselves just yet. And that that's unfortunate because I think that's what we saw. I don't think the defense played as good as we thought they did when they played good in that game. And... uh Miles Garrett was damn near getting to uh, Josh Allen damn near all the time. I'll say that. He is like one second slower than he needs to be this year for some reason. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way though. I mean I'm not faulting Miles too much because I mean we can say he's one second slower, but we could also say our secondary is just not covering for one second longer. Well, you want me to fake, make you I mean, feel real bad? You want me to make up? you feel real bad? Had the Browns done what they were supposed to do the year after they drafted Miles Garrett, Josh Allen be his quarterback, and he wouldn't be trying to sack him. Right. I mean, no, I get that. My, my, here's my biggest: the Browns have made all these decisions, right? They yeah. spent all this money on Watson. Okay. Now you you you've got the season you have ahead of you, and the coaches coaching the way he is so you are seriously telling me we're about to ride into week 13 and you're gonna let him coach this guy i wouldn't i i personally i wouldn't. would not I would let, not that let him i wouldn't let him near it i wouldn't let Just him saying. near it he, i would summarily dismiss him but here's the thing here's what andrew barry's up against here's what jimmy haslam's up against who are you gonna get to come in and do it 
I'm well because there's I'm nobody on is, staff. There's nobody on staff you're going to promote up to do it. I'm, I'm, well, I mean, here's my problem. If you let him, I think you run a bigger risk of anything else. You could let an amateur coach at this point because at least you have an excuse to fall on. If you let him coach Watson and then he looks bad, okay? And then we end up in a situation where you're trying to what? Decide whether he's coaching next year, get somebody new, and he's already like tainted the image. You, no. to me, you run just is you run little or risk letting somebody lesser even of a coach come in and coach him through this part of the season. Well, no, I understand that, but I don't think I don't think that's a danger. See, I don't think Kevin Stefanski coaching him out of this season if they if he doesn't look good. There's no danger in that. My problem would be this. If you deserve, if you've determined in your mind now that no, Kevin is not part of my future plans with all the money I got in Deshaun Watson and everything, I'm going to get another guy. Then why would you let him coach the rest of the season when because it's happened to you before in Cleveland where now all of a sudden this guy wins the last four games, last five games, and it's convincingly looks like he's pulled his head calling play his play calling head out of his ass, right? Okay, yeah. Then, then, then that false thing gets you to keep him another season. My, I want to get him out of here on the on the chance he might do good and affect your decision making ability with the "What have you done for me lately?" Effect. I, I get, I get what you're saying on that as well. Here, my biggest thing is, you're if you fail with Watson, okay, you have killed the team for the next five years. Well, yeah, but no you're going like, to fail this year. Watson's not going to do anything good no, this year I, I know that's that. going to outweigh the fucking that's, it up in this. I, I get you. That's not what I'm talking about, though. If you are running the risk that if you fail this, you will fail the next, next five years, I'm not talking about the rest of this season. You better be starting it. There's no oh. way in the world I'm letting Kevin touch that. Well, I, I will tell you this. I think it's going to be a barometer <clears throat> a barometer for whether or not the Watson experiment works because listen I told you this I told you guys this a long time ago that the act the way they did it the amount of money they spent everything about this was a desperate act by a desperate team that's done many impulsive and stupid things when it comes to the position of quarterback trying to pay to get right okay do you, do you think well, that... Wait, hold on just okay. a second. So that if Jimmy Haslam doesn't stand up and protect his investment, that this will just be another in the long run of stupid things he's done at quarterback. We just got our ass kicked by the guy he should have picked in 2018. When you look at Josh Allen play... Is there any imagination that you have that you could go and look at a young Josh Allen and a young Baker Mayfield and come away from the field saying, I like the little guy? Look, I'm going to say this. I don't know how that. (laughs) I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I give kudos to the Browns for only one thing with Watson, okay? They made a quarterback move this time, and they actually went and got – Literally the best option they possibly could have gotten. Oh yeah, okay. uh, they, they right. did. Yeah. They okay at the point in time there was no there's no talent on the board that's 
more opportunistic That's better. Yeah, you're than talking a top five okay. talent if he comes back to form. Right. So I give them kudos for that. Now that you have made this type of risk, because this is a risk, teams make risks all the time. The Rams made a risk last year and they won the Super Bowl. Okay. If they lost, we'd be talking about how stupid they are. Okay. Like they are this year at three. Oh, by the way, the Rams. But they are, already won their they wait, already won their Super Bowl. Right, but the Rams are three and seven guys. Okay. Yes, they're three and seven, but they did already win their Super Bowl. Right. I mean, we can talk about stupid, but they won. Okay. Right, but it's they like won. The, when people talk about the Lakers. They're t- the Lakers bad, LeBron this. LeBron did one one championship. Talk about it all pandemic, whatever you want. He got one. Sorry. He got, he got the chip that year. That's you, right. You you paid for a championship and you at least got one. There's teams that don't get one in decades. Okay. Right. You got what you asked for. Okay. Now, chip is you got chip. Watson. Right. A chip is a chip. You got Watson, right? So you have taken the ultimate risk. You paid him the most money, guaranteed money ever. You have taken the risk. Okay. Now protect the investment you made. Right. Or you're okay? gonna, it's going to be just another stupid decision for Jimmy but, Haslam. Exactly. <clears throat> because, I mean, look, as smart as, uh, listen, what I'm telling you is the way they did it with the desperate nature in which they did it, the alienation of Baker Mayfield when they didn't have to, okay? Everything about the way it was done. I have no faith that they're going to make the right choice now, guys. <clears throat> Well, he better do something right because he's he's uh, in the process of getting the money together after that $250 billion he got for part of pilot from Warren Buffett to build a dome stadium, the likes of which will be near what SoFi is, is well, what let I me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If they don't fire Kevin Stefanski, <clears throat> at the very least in this offseason, to me it would be better for the team that you cut bait right now. Okay, and I don't know who they get, but I tell you, with the roster that the Browns have and the the, the closing window of opportunity they got, the window's been wide open for two seasons now, and it's going to be going closed because of their ability to sign and keep this roster together. Okay, because of all the money they gave up for Deshaun Watson. Okay, right. So they got a two year window, I think, where they can they get the right guy in. Okay, with his staff early enough, right? And you got the roster that you can attract somebody. You can attract the name you want to. You got to look at who's available and who's best. But you don't want no first-time head coach no more. I don't need no rookie head coach. I need no. a guy who knows what he's doing. And if it, speaking of trading for coaches, somebody should be talking to Pittsburgh and see what they want for Tomlin. Look, then, Dan, look, I know I, it's I never joke, happening, but yeah, I would I love it. I got a coworker it. I've been joking with. I'm like, so when you guys are uh, firing Tomlin? Yeah, no He's shit. Like, yeah, we ain't doing that. And so I was like, because, oh, see, all this, look, last season was the tip for me because Tomlin got mad. And, you know, I, I actually, I like Tomlin a lot. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that he's a Pittsburgh coach because I actually do like the guy a lot. Okay. So he's like talking and they started talking about college coach. He's like, look, I got no plans for that. Don't the and he took it as disrespect. He's like, so it's like my first season struggling. You're saying you're sitting here suggesting college coach like that's what I should do next. Yeah. Get. Yeah. Don't don't talk anymore. Okay. And I like his attitude. You know what I mean? The dude's first like even last season, he pulled out 
a win, did they had a winning record at the end of that season, right? I'm pretty <laughs> sure he did. Yeah, so they pulled out a winning record out of that season anyway. This is his first bad season. I, but think about this. Look at what he's done, and his record's better than Cleveland's right now. And he's he's playing with Kenny Pickett. Crap. No, he's no. Let's give it like it like it is. He's 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 got shit for offense this year. Right, right. Oh, they threw him into the fire. He's gonna be okay though. No, Pickett. No, no, he's not. Yeah, he, no, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. No, Kenny Pickett's problem Bet. is the problem. Uh, I'm I'm not betting anything. I'm telling you why Kenny Pickett's not gonna be any good. It's the same reason why every quarterback who has the small fucking hands ain't good because he's not built to do the fucking job in today's NFL. That's why. That's you why know, Teddy Bridgewater. Say, that's why I'm Teddy. Br- that's why Teddy Bridgewater. That's why. That. Listen. That's why Teddy Bridgewater is who he is today. Oh, Kenny Pickett will be in the league. He'll be on somebody's roster playing backup, but he ain't going to be what they thought he was. I'm going to say this about that. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers who do shit right, not the Browns. They okay. research that. Well, they then they should have tell you. That. No, they can't research. I mean, you I, can't. You can't research away the fact that guys got to wear gloves just so he can grip the ball. What I'm, what I'm trying to tell you okay. is that they knew he had small hands when they got him, and that I, that it don't matter. Well, okay, just well, like well. Kevin Stefanski wants to be able to win without pass, <laughs> without. Handing the ball off 20 times a game. He can want to. You can research all you want to. You can find a scientific way. I think this will work. It ain't going to work. Okay? Okay. If a guy ain't got a 10-foot, a 10-inch hand span, he's going to have a hard time gripping the ball and getting the spin on it that he needs to to be effective in the NFL and get balls to receivers in tight windows. I'm I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to say it like this. Okay? Before the... Pittsburgh Steelers had Roethlisberger. They were searching for a quarterback too. Oh my okay? God! How many now, did they go now, through? Exactly. Now let me now to go to their their last stable one before that really was Neil O'Donnell. Okay. Now, yeah, and Neil O'Donnell now, had issues. Yeah, he had but issues, he did go. He, he was, did. He did quarterback him to a Super Bowl. Right. He was the last guy that was at least consistent to where they were a good team. Didn't have to worry about. Now they had some winning yeah, records in there. They were but, quite worried well, about let quarterback. Me, let me get where I'm going with this. Okay. That okay? he was the last one that was stable to me at as as far as being their quarterback. Now they still had some winning seasons there with Cordell and Tommy Maddox. Um, Remember Charlie Batch. Right. Charlie Batch right. off the bench was right. always good. Right. Now, here's my thing, though, okay? It wasn't till Roethlisberger that they hit big. I, anybody who is convinced that – look, I know Pittsburgh does good with picks and stuff, but if you're convinced that Tim, Kenny Pickett's going to turn into something great when they was drafted in the draft of quarterbacks that were crap – viewed as crap anyway – Okay, yeah, I mean, it was a bad year for a, quarterbacks. A, yeah, it was a bad year for quarterbacks. Anyway, if you don't think there's a chance they're going to be drafting quarterback again this year, I they're probably yeah. going to draft Kenny, quarterback. Kenny Pickett ain't that. Kenny Pickett was a feel good pick for the hometown crowd who needed something to feel good about, and he was the home. You know who Kenny Pickett? If you want to think about the Browns and understand who Kenny Pickett is, he's Charlie Fry. That's what he I is. I disagree. He's the Pittsburgh Steelers' Charlie Fry. Steelers, As a matter of fact, I, I, Charlie Fry had better tools than Pickett. Charlie Fry. I, I, will, I personally think that 
the Steelers are probably going to draft a quarterback again this year. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, Kenny Pickett is not the future in Pittsburgh. I'm you, just telling. Listen, you guys forget they're lining all that, okay? And they threw him into the fire. He's still a fucking rookie. Kenny Pickett and this is the was Pittsburgh. great in college, guys. He really was. The Pittsburgh Steelers, where they make football players out of. Hugh, Hugh, I'm, I'm just saying, you, okay, you got to start with something, that. okay? But Kenny Pickett was my... just fine in college, but okay. he's not an NFL quarterback. Neither was Johnny Manziel, by the way. Neither was fucking Baker Mayfield. Okay, okay, okay. okay stop, nah. stop. Here's, I want to say something about this quarterback thing in the Steelers, okay? I, the Steelers do a good job drafting, okay? I'm not going to dispute with you. They, they find a way <laughs> to find a guy. OK, yeah. but quarterback has never been that thing that they do that with. No, okay? no, that's they no, get, no. Matter of fact, they, they got into lucky. Ben Roethlisberger to, to, sit, to sit here and say that they didn't get lucky with Ben. Ben literally. Well, wait, Ben's okay? not even on the, you just, know, Ben's not even on the board for them to pick if Cleveland did their job that year. Yeah, I we know. needed okay. a quarterback yeah, because we needed a quarterback because Couch had fucked his shoulder up, <laughs> and we drafted right. Gerard Warren instead of Ben Roethlisberger. Right, but just let me let me spill this off real quick, okay? Ben yeah. Roethlisberger was drafted in 04 and then played 05, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. He had he was injured a little bit that year, only played two games. 20 and 21. Now, they do good drafting, but you cannot equate quarterback drafting expertise to them because they drafted a guy that literally was a rock through almost two decades for them. Okay? I mean, you can't do that. I mean, they, to me, Kenny Pickett was a draft of the best guy in a crappy draft. Okay? Okay. I'll give you a view. He was... I don't necessarily agree that he was the best guy in that crappy I, draft, but I'll say that. Guy, I mean. Yeah, he was the best guy from Pittsburgh. Listen, Pittsburgh knew that on the odds after losing Ben and a crappy draft at quarterback that they probably were going to have some difficult times. And if the fan base needs to feel good about something, that hometown guy is why. And by the way, the Browns did it when they drafted Charlie Fry. Okay, yeah. Charlie Fry oh, yeah. was a fan favorite. We all wanted Charlie to play, didn't we? Yep. You, you remember Charlie Fry? Yep. Okay, Charlie, Charlie wasn't yep. that good, okay? And Kenny's not that good, Hugh. It's just not. He's not. I don't care what the fuck anybody tells you. Kenny Pickett, he wasn't the best. He wasn't the best quarterback in college the year that he fucking played. At least the fucking not good enough to be in the NFL quarterback that the Browns drafted was the fucking Heisman Trophy winner. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Kenny Pickett's just not that good. Okay. <clears throat> Kenny Pickett's just not that good. He's he's good. He was good in college, but he's not good enough to be a consistent producer and a starter in the NFL. It's just not. Okay. I it's not his fault. I remember. It's not the Steelers' fault. It is what it is. No, Teddy I'm, Bridgewater. I'm who, who drafted? It was the Vikings drafted Bridgewater, wasn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. Jeffrey. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody's Bridgewater, Bridgewater. No, I said it's not going to work. He's got to wear gloves just so he can grip the ball. 
And where's Bridgewater today? I don't know which team's he on. I can't remember. But every once in a while, he comes in, and he's good. But he ain't starting, and he won't. And that's it. That's Kenny Pickett, five years from now. I can't argue with that. Nobody makes it happen, but if, if, okay. And I I still, I, I, you know, everybody wants to tell me how good that fucking general manager we had back then was. John, whatever the fuck his name was. I don't give a goddamn. Um, Dorsey. Yeah, Jim Dorsey, Dick Dorsey, or whatever the fuck his name was. Exactly. I don't care. Because he didn't know football, and I don't know him. Okay? (laughs) Um, But listen, anybody that can sit up there and scout Josh Allen and then scout Baker Mayfield and come away saying, Baker Mayfield's my guy. And I'll tell you this. There's a reason why everybody you talk to I'm listen, listen, I'm watching CBS this morning, you know, and Nate Burleson is has gotten big time because he's on, you know, the morning show on CBS now next to Gail and the other guy. And uh, and, he, and she says, how come you're the only one that talks? None of us talk to you about football. He says, well, I can talk to you about football. What do you want to talk about? He says, who's going to win the Super Bowl? And she said, no, I'm not going to say. She said, well, you know what I was going to say? I was going to say the Bills, but I didn't really want to, you know predict anything this early and make enemies of people that are a fan of the team on the other side, you know, but it's conventional wisdom that the bills, unless somebody gets in their way significantly, that's the team going to the Super Bowl from the AFC. And there's a reason for that. And one of the big reasons for that is a guy named Josh Allen, who is not only the quarterback of the team, but the leading rusher on that team. Mm. Okay. You, the only reason the Bills have that player is because your team was too fucking stupid to draft him. Well, here, look, I want to, you know what? Let's take a look at the, what's, what's the NFL standings? I'm about to pull them up real quick. Okay. And there's okay. a reason why okay. I want to do this. Just okay. let, hold with me here and let me, uh, let me, let me go. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so we're going to go by conference. Okay. Top of the AFC right now, Kansas city thought they would uh-huh. be there. Miami. Yeah. Did not think they would be there. We had yeah, that's uh, that might be the shocker of the year. Everybody thought the Dolphins were going to be good, but that good, right? Yeah, right. We thought they were going to be better, but not number two right now. No, we heard Tariq Hill talking about he's the most accurate quarterback in the league, and we're like, oh my god, he is trying to butter his new guy up, isn't he? Right. So Tennessee Titans, right, are next, and we kind of predicted this. Really, started off slow. We haven't gotten to the Bills yet. We started off slow. Wow. Okay, they started off slow. They're uh-huh. tied. This is a, you know, we got a little, there's a four-way tie here, okay? Okay. Baltimore, also 7-3, and because all Dolphins are 7-3, and three, Titans are 7-3. and three. Uh, Baltimore, also 7-3, and three, okay? Uh-huh. Um, uh, dude, we kind of kind of expected them. No one's really talking about Lamar as much as they probably should be, Okay. Is is just as much of a of an MVP candidate as any guy during body else. Oh yeah. Okay. By the way, by the way, I just want to say this, and if you'll remember the year 2018 when Baker Mayfield was drafted, Lamar Jackson drafted afterthought guy number 32 in the first round. But the Browns should have. They did not scout Lamar Jackson, but just given the results up to this point, guy drafted same year as Baker Mayfield. 
Right. Why did your team just ignore the idea that Lamar Jackson existed and draft Baker Mayfield? Think about yeah, that. and the, okay. and, and, and the guy, right, but the, the brain trusted go let go on Jeffrey, but the brain trust that brought you this bullshit is the same one that's been bringing you bullshit for a while, right? Okay, so to continue here, okay, next tied with them is the Buffalo Bills, and we thought they would be here, okay. Mm-hmm. Next would be the New England Patriots, okay, and we we kind I would say we thought the Patriots would be in the mix, okay. I don't think I necessarily thought they'd be. Right there, I, I really wouldn't lower, expect. I was not expecting lower. to see the Patriots this, you know, in the hierarchy of things. No, I wasn't expecting okay. that. Next would be the Bengals. I expect them to be there. Okay. Next would be the Jets. Did not expect them to be. Have here. you not called okay. the Bills off yet? Okay. Yeah, the Bills I already called them. Oh, Bills okay, good. I was like after the after Ravens, the Bills got okay, called. Okay, okay. And the cool. last okay. team I'm gonna mention mm. are the Chargers, and the Chargers are where I would expected the Patriots to be, and maybe the Patriots. They're right around five hundred, right? Right. They're five and five. Okay. Yeah. Now to the NFC, and then I'll get to the point of what I'm getting at here. Okay. Now okay. NFC top up. Top the Eagles. No, we. I mean, we expected them nobody to be better. Ex- Another team nobody expected be that better. except some crazy right. Philly fucking we ex- fan. <laughs> we expected them to be better, not right. number one. Okay? No, no. Wait. Now, now uh, let me just say this. I'm not going to say that, and I can't remember which analyst this was, but I do remember during you know mini camp, training camp, preseason time, hearing an analyst or two. Talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and how good they were going to be, and I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Rosters. They were one of the more talented rosters. That's why they expected to be better, but not expect this. Okay, two Minnesota Vikings. Some people did expect this, so I mean, I didn't expect. Oh, but they got their ass handed to them by the damn. Damn, boy. Oh yes, they did. But what I'm saying is, there are a lot of people that expected them to be where they are. So, okay. I mean, I didn't expect them to be number two, but there no, are I people didn't. who I expected just, yeah. this out of the Vikings. Yeah. So 49ers, number three, that's what we expected. Tampa I, Bay. I, I'll put it to you like this. I think the only reason they are is because Jimmy Garoppolo was pressed into service. They would not be in this place if Trey Lance was the starter. I think Trey Lance is the biggest mistake that Shanahan will ever make if he ever actually takes the team from Jimmy G and lets I, Trey Lance be the star. I disagree that's his biggest mistake. His biggest mistake is not wasting time off the clock in the Super Bowl. Well, in the Super Bowl, anyway. yes. Well, no, future mistake, future mistake. He's already made his biggest career mistake. Nobody, he's never going to make a mistake bigger it's than that, bigger right? Than that okay, no. Right. Okay, next will be Tampa Bay at 5-5, five and five, which is weird for them in this list because that's the vision reasons, okay? Um, but we expected this. Yeah. The Cowboys. Amazing. Uh, I mean, yeah. we're the, I based mean, on where they're at, but think think about this. Where the Cowboys are at and the win they just came off of, the, the ass right. kicking they handed to the Vikings, right? Right. The Cowboys are in. They are literally in shooting distance. I see them in the mix at the end. Yeah, I, I do not disagree. Now, the Giants, who I view as a very similar mold team to us, okay, they have similar type situation right. where they kind of have to run their run ball. 
well, supposed to be run ball heavy team. There's another team that drafted better in 2018, though, too. Yeah. They got Danny Dimes. <clears throat> we expected I, I, I would say with Saquon Barkley coming back, this is kind of what I expect from the Giants. That that, that should have been the jolt that got them back in to yeah. their mold. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna. I mean, well, but seven here's a team that drafted a quarterback. <clears throat> Remember now, there's two teams that drafted a quarterback and a running back in 2018. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the Giants and the Browns. Okay, mm-hmm. and now the 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 Giants used their their high pick for Saquon Barkley. Right. Okay, and they and they use Saquon Barkley. We didn't pick Nick Chubb till the second round, though. So I guess because he's a second round back, that's why he's an afterthought. Is that it? Okay, I, I mean, I, mean, I never figured it out. I'm, I mean, look, okay, so next, Seattle did not think they are going to be there. Um, that, that, there's no way to predict that. <laughs> I don't yeah, think anybody No, predicted. yeah, who was going to, yeah, who was, uh, like, I'll tell you yeah, what. Because no. remember. Smith. But no, but but it, but one at one point before the season started, it was feeling likely that Baker Mayfield was going to be playing for Pete Carroll. Yeah, there was that too. Yes. So nobody saw Geno Smith coming. No. Nah. Next, the Commanders at six and five. I I can't say I saw that coming because I the Green Bay would be somewhere in here. There's it no way. Tells you what a good old fashioned coach can do. You know, uh-huh. Ron, Ron Rivera is old school football. He's playing football. Okay, yep. now, I want these other guys to play, but he's playing football. Now, now that I have mentioned all of that, okay, I would say a little less than half of the teams are unexpected. Okay, a little, a little less than half. Okay, mm-hmm. most all, other than that, we expected all of this. Now, if I look at the bottom of the league, let's look at the bottom of the league. And what we expected and didn't expect. Okay? okay. Starting from the bottom of the of the AFC here. Okay. So basically the mid-range of this is probably not going to get talked about much. Okay. okay. The Texans. Uh-huh. Well, they haven't beat us we yet. We thought they would be there. Yeah, they haven't beat us yet. Be there. They haven't beat oh, us yet. We don't play them. And we will have Deshaun when we do. Yep, and we thought they'd be there. I mean, this isn't like yeah. an experience. Yeah. Texans are supposed to be bad. Pittsburgh, we thought Pittsburgh would be here. I I thought they would be bad. I didn't yeah. think Pittsburgh was going to be good this year. At least and we beat not. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Denver, I did not think Denver was going to be 3-7. and seven. No, nobody did with Russell Wilson. Come on. No, nope. they thought they were going to be good. And our, our our beloved Cleveland Browns, I did not think were going to be here. Nobody thought they were going to be here. There's I nobody did. who thought they were going to be three and seven. Well, I didn't think they were going to be year. three and seven, but I thought I thought uh, I'll put it to you like this: I did not see, outside of hopefulness, a realistic path to them being 500 or above when Deshaun Watson. Because I didn't, I never thought we were going to get the kind of performance we got out of Brissett. Now, having said that, <clears throat> even in spite of the performance we got out of Bursette, we find ourselves at three and seven. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I'm just, look, the only, uh, I, I can say this, we're not alone in it. Is I mean, as bleak as Browns fans feel about the fact that the Browns are there, okay? But I think the Browns are worse in it because if you're watching the way the Browns are losing, okay, it's unlike any of the other teams losing, Okay. They're they're losing, and it's like they're beating they're themselves. Demoralizing losses. 
Yeah, they're beating themselves, literally. I mean, it's just like, and it's not the same as beating yourself with penalties and stuff. No, they're just like, it's they have talent for nothing. I'm trying to read between the lines with a lot of the comments that a lot of the players are saying, and you know, giving up on the team. That's what they're saying. Well, I'm I'm trying to figure out if any of that, if we can say that it's they don't like the coaches. You know what I mean? Because I'm not. That's quite a no. possibility, well, but way, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're giving up on the team. Once a team gives up, I mean, that's when you make coach changes. Okay, it, that, my point is, is that, and, and we we hear this a lot in the league. I don't know that it fucking matters whether they like the coach. This is a job, okay? And you know, I've been in plenty of jobs where I didn't necessarily like my boss, okay? But. You respected him. I don't know. I'm not even going to go there. Nah. I know what my role is, and I know if that's the boss, then I do what they tell me to unless it's illegal or otherwise unadvisable. If it's unadvisable but yet legal, it might be my job to advise my boss that you don't want to do that. But in the end, it's still my boss's choice, right? So part of it is knowing your role. See, somebody should be in that organization that has the ability to tell Kevin Stefanski what the fuck to do when he's obviously doing the wrong thing. Okay, and that's a that could be an organizational structure problem, but I can tell you that's what's not happening right now. Let's continue this <laughs> before we get too much on the Browns here. Yeah. Las Vegas Raiders also did not oh, expect they're a big to disappointment. Be they're a big, they're a big disappointment. disappointment. They are about as to me and the AFC anyway, they're is about e- they're about equal with us. To us, yeah. Yeah. They're about, they're about as us. disappointing as we are. Just about. I'm not sure. Yep. Who are you more we, disappointed I think, in? I, I think <laughs> us. I'd say I'd say us because of how what I've been saying. If you watch these games. Well, not only that, it's, statistically, it's, it's, there are so many statistics that argue then we should be at the top of the league. I, I mean, we were the number one offense at one point in this league season. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, and, and I mean we've what? never had a record commensurate to that. No, we we were two weeks straight, the number one offense in the league, and it didn't make any sense. Having yeah. so much time of possession and doing nothing with it. It just, it just <laughs> it does not well, make it. any sense. That's it. Talk loud and say nothing. Now to go forward, Jacksonville Jaguars, three and seven. They started off hot. And then they have now. Yeah, but I mean, kind of, I kind of expected that out of Jacksonville. I listen. Yeah. I first of all, you were going to see an immediate improvement over when Urban Meyer was there, right? Because talk about not liking the coach. Okay, <laughs> they didn't. None of them. Maybe Tim Tebow, but who get? They didn't like him either. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then finally, the only other team we have said anything about Indianapolis Colts. I this is well, probably the where way, the Colts should be. This is probably where the Colts should be. I thought they might be better because uh Jonathan Taylor coming out a little bit more. It's kind of taking a step well, back. Well no I don't think anybody saw him firing their head coach halfway through the season. No. No. And, and, I mean, and, that's what, and I don't think anybody saw him appointing Jeff Saturday their interim head coach. Okay. Like I said, I think that's they're probably about where 
they should be. I mean, or you would have expected them I, to be. I am not going to look at the stats on this game this week, guys. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to torture myself no, with the numbers. Well, we're going to continue on with the NFC, okay? Uh-huh. And then we are, at the end of this, we're going to pick the most surprising team and the most disappointing team. And we'll see if the Browns win the most disappointing team by the well, time they, we're in with they, this They've list. won mine already. They've won mine already. <laughs> they do. On the bottom of the NFC, the Chicago Bears. Surprising to me, look, after looking at the advanced stats, okay, and everybody's been on, there's been people really on the Justin Fields thing of whether he's worth continuing with, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If looking at the advanced, after I looked at the advanced stats, I'm like, okay, actually, some of these stats are showing he's actually really good. Okay. He's got some stats that <clears throat> are bad, but he has some, some, things about him that are, that are really good. So it's interesting to me that the Bears are this after we played them last year, okay? And we mm-hmm. sacked him so much. That was the five sack game, right? Right. Four right, sack right. Game. Yeah. Okay. And I, I remember seeing it. him right and seeing him play in that game, I even thought in that game bigger um Kyler Murray-ish type player. That's why I saw Kyler Murray bigger. Okay. Right. And I was like, this, he, he should be pretty good. I didn't I didn't think they'd be the worst team right. in the NFC. I, I did not think they, they'd be the worst team this year. Um next will be the Panthers. Um well, we knew they were I gonna didn't struggle. See this. We knew they yeah, were gonna I didn't struggle. think they were gonna be I thought they were gonna be around five hundred at worst. And that did not happen, obviously. So uh yeah, that that's kind of meltdown. McCaffrey is gone. Baker is not. Well, now um, the so. the nice part is is that Baker is being pressed into service, and because of the amount of snaps he's taken, uh, we keep getting closer and closer to getting a fourth round, not a fifth rounder for him. Yep. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Next will be the Los Angeles Rams, and they are the ones to me that are in competition with us. They might be the biggest disappointment in the league. Yes, they are the ones. They're the ones that are in competition with us as the biggest disappointment. Mm -hmm. So they're they're the ones to take the cake. The Raiders are close to us, but I think we take the Raiders. Los Angeles might have us. Well, I think it's based on expectation because if you just took the Raiders roster. And the Browns roster, you're going to take the Browns roster overall based on quality. Right. And to me, the biggest fault with the Los Angeles right now is the fact that it's the offense that's. Well, it's Las Vegas, by the way. Las Las Vegas. No, no, no. Well, I'm talking about the Rams. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's their offense that's, that's poop. Oh, they. Yeah. Okay. If Stafford looked great last year, he don't this year. Yeah. He's like. Yeah. Yeah. And for every good thing. he looked last but year, ain't that it, Stafford. It's but ain't right that Stafford? Yeah, that is Stafford. He's I mean, Stafford. This is like, I will tell you that he's the closest thing to me of like in the same mold of like risk reward that Brett Favre was. Right, but but with Stafford, it's not only streaky, but it's also predictable. And it's like I was saying last year when in the playoffs. Okay, when I was talking to somebody, was I think this guy was a 49ers fan, but I told him his bottom line is this. If Stafford's going to throw a pick a game, 
He's just going to do it, okay? Yeah. So if he gets it out of the way early, good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Well, you are unless he throws two picks that game. Two picks that game. But generally speaking, generally speaking, if you're into the fourth quarter and your team is going down on the drive that will either win this game or kill this game, right? And Stafford hadn't thrown his pick yet. And he hadn't thrown his pick already. Okay. You're you're screwed. Okay. You're screwed. Okay. I'm just saying. And I've watched him for years in in Detroit do that. Where where do you think uh, OBJ is going to land, or will he get out I of the sh- Where do he He's land? on Dallas. He's going to <clears throat> Dallas. All right. Well, there you go. Whoa. Huh? To Dallas. Yeah, he's going to Dallas. When did that happen? That must have just happened. Yeah. Actually, it's... What the hell do you want to be on Dallas? Dude, you don't understand. Holy Did God. you see what the Dallas Cowboys did to the Vikings? Did you see? I, I've seen Dallas play. No, this I, that's not what I asked you. Did you see this week what the Dallas Cowboys did to the Minnesota Vikings? <clears throat> Understanding no, that the Minnesota that. Vikings are no chumps this season, they destroyed them. Never, okay, never mind. He has not gone to Dallas, but Dallas is all the rush of him. He's being Dak yeah. is really pressing hard to get. I, I'm telling you, I think that's where he's going to end up because I'm telling you that, listen, Jerry Jones is going to look like a genius because let me tell you what the Cowboys found out this year. They got a damn decent backup in Cooper Rush. Yep. Okay? They they are ready. They are ready to go to the playoffs and win. Okay? Yep. I'm sorry. They got a, they got a running I, I back tandem. That- they got a running back tandem that is doing, is actually doing what you wish you, Kevin Stefanski would do with, <clears throat> with Chubb and Hunt. I don't think Dak's as good as he was. Dude, I just, dude I just I don't, don't you need to it. go back and watch the highlights of that last game and tell me those words again. <laughs> mm. To continue on, okay? To continue right. on here. Um, next, Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Disappointment. Disappointment. Yep. Yep. Not as much as the Browns and some others. No, but they no, should be higher won, on They've won a couple more games. They, they, they were from started, last year. They were the Eagles of last year. Yeah. It started Colt McCoy last game. Well, that's because Kyler Murray is hurt, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's the I only. Mean, by the way, if you got Kyler Murray on your roster. The only reason you start Colt McCoy is if Kyler Murray is hurt. Okay? Just I mean, saying. I mean, I'm just saying they were the Eagles of last year, and this is where they are this year. Not expected. Um, the Saints, this is not not expected for them to be here, but I was pulling for Winston this season. and Yeah, it just – I, I thought this was Jameis's opportunity because um, – Okay, but but now one thing that Geno Smith should do for Jameis Winston is if he thought this was his last shot. Yeah, may, it may not be. You know, hang around, guy. Hang around. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always the Browns. That's... We've never right. done well. We've never done well with those recycled guys. 
<laughs> no, we have not. No, I'm not. I'm not no. I'm Think not, of some of the names. Think of some of the names who wish they I had not played. I'm trying to say we should. I'm yeah, just it, saying. Think of all the names of the guys who've come through and played their last season in football with the Browns and wish they hadn't. You got Dilfer. You got Garcia. You got Delome. You got, you got um, Robert What was his Griffin. name was the best one? Uh, what, what What's his name? The big tall guy. Um, oh, Sam Bradford? No, not Bradford. Um, oh, I don't know. After Bradford. After Bradford. After, but Bradford. after, after we're done with the list, I'll find this name. Okay, okay. Um, I think it starts with an M, his last name. Um, huh. It's not coming to me. Okay, next. Next, <clears throat> Green Bay. Uh-huh. Nobody, dude. I don't think there's anybody that thought Green Bay was going to be here. For no, the Green Bay's oh. supposed to be good this year. Come on, they got the reigning MVP. Yeah, they made some. To me, they made mistakes in the off season that have led to this. Everybody's going to blame it on Devontae Adams not being there. Um. Uh, well, but Lafleur is to me slightly. Lafleur to me is marginally better than Kevin Stefanski, and Aaron Rodgers has had to get in his face about running the ball. I mean, I'd, look, <clears throat> I, I agree with that, and it made me when Rodgers did that. That made me think about the Browns, where you have Kevin Stefanski coaching this offense that needs this general, the super smart quarterback that just picks the defense apart, right? And to if we had Aaron Rodgers on this team and him not running the ball, what would be happening? He'd be cussing him out. You got damn right. Body slam that man. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. On to the next before we get too much on. By the, the way, Browns. it's also Back good. To the Browns it's here. also good to have a quarterback who's capable of body slamming your head coach. Not like <laughs> Baker coach. Mayfield was ever going to body slam somebody. Okay, <laughs> okay. No. The Detroit, the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are probably higher on this list than I definitely I thought they were. That's oh yeah, sure. but the Detroit Lions. Okay, talk about a team that is. <clears throat> Maybe the most surprising team because even the games they've lost, they've been in. Yeah. Well, remember, they were like that last year. They lost a lot of close games last year. I mean, it's, it means not they were a bad team last year record wise and not a good team, period, really. But they had a lot of close games. Hey, you see who Dominican <laughs> Sue signed with? No. Who? He's with the Eagles, dudes. Oh, wow. He played really? last week. He played last really? week. Wow. That's that's a smart move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a smart move, don't you think? Yeah. No, it is. And um, the last team to talk about on the list here is the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm disappointed to see the Falcons here only because the Browns are where they're at. And I think the Browns are a similar team right now to Atlanta as far as how they play. We saw that even when we played them. Okay. Oh, and, but we're better. Lost but we are better though. And but lost. we are better. But we lost. Our roster is better though. Our okay. roster is better. But that's another reason to fire Stefanski because if you start, if you look at the teams, the list of the teams we've lost to. Yeah, I, I agree. But I'm saying style play, they play the same type of style mm-hmm. we do. Except, okay. except they do it in the third quarter when they're supposed to. It's, well, I mean, yeah. I'm just, it's just our roster is better. There's no reason we should be worse than the Falcons. You know, the, the, when you're supposed to eat clock is in the third quarter. 
But the Browns find a way to lead in every game, but make sure that they're not leading at halftime. I mean, how many people have come down with 50 seconds on the clock and scored on us right before the half? I mean, yeah. After they deferred to us. (laughs) It takes me a long time to be done. You guys both know this about me and my Browns. I'm, I'm almost done. I'm serious. Almost yeah. done. I'm almost, almost done. done. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? I'm well done. I'm not doing the podcast anymore. Done. Okay. That's how done I am. Extra well done and make it crispy. Look, okay, we are at the end of the list. It's time okay. to pick the most surprising and the most disappointing. Most surprising Philadelphia Eagles. Sorry, they are. Yep, that's my choice. Unsurprising. I, I'm going. I'm. I'm. I'm real tempted to pick Philadelphia, but I was more confident in Philadelphia's roster than I was Miami. After watching, okay, I, Tua, I'll give you the Dolphins if you Tua, take the Dolphins. If you take the Dolphins, I'll get at to yeah, you. No, I'm argument. taking the Dolphins. I, I after watching Tua, and and here's my thing about it too. And I, they even said it during the game. Mm. Any. <clears throat> Tua is not getting talked about about it for MVP. Okay, and all the advanced metrics show he should be. He, he should be number one in the talk. All the advanced metrics show it. That's he should be the MVP talk. He's not the one they're talking about. I would not be surprised if Miami continues to win. Okay, and he starts proving that those metrics are right. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm I'm my surprise would be the Dolphins. <laughs> How about you, Hugh? Who are you most surprised about? No, I'm I'm with Philadelphia. I, okay. and I, but but again, like you said about Jeff, that I'm not surprised. I mean, the, I'm not the, surprised like, that you're surprised about the Dolphins. It's <laughs> neck and neck. It's neck and neck between the hey guys, Dolphins. I was watching Star Trek: First Contact again last night. I was flipping, and it was on somewhere. But anyway, <laughs> we don't have time to talk about time. This is not the time. This is not. The time. This There's is no that's Kevin Stefanski on the sideline. We don't have time to talk about plays. It's it's time to play. Time to play. We can't run when we pass, (laughs) and we can't pass when we run. When we run. (laughs) So, most disappointing. I got to say it's the L.A. Rams. Listen, personally, because I'm a Browns fan, you know my answer is the Cleveland Browns. The fucking Cleveland But Browns. I think it, objectively, it's a three-way tie between the Rams, the Packers, and the Browns. Rams, Packers. I would take that. That is pretty – that's pretty on point. That's pretty on point. My, I, the only I, – I would argue only in the fact that I would almost throw the Raiders there instead of the Packers just because the Raiders were supposed to be on an upturn. I, I just they had saw, the horrific I'll say season. This. The, the, it's my the, personal all the crap going on. My personal opinion it is the Raiders were way overrated because yeah. of oh, that's what because of some lucky play last year. Yeah, I mean that's what and it's they got looking lucky like. against us. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Because watching the, the, when the Raiders have lost, it, it doesn't look like they're like their coach is sabotaging them. They're just now, not. What I them. what I find unfortunate. Is that in the final analysis, I think the Raiders are going to try to make changes at quarterback. And I think Derek Carr is their guy. And if they're stupid enough to walk away from him, somebody else is going to benefit. Yeah, because Derek Carr quarterback is not their problem is what I'm saying. No, I don't think that's their problem. 
Well, the, the first look at week one. Week one, he made all the plays. They lost because of like so. It was stupid. I can tell you, it looks like the only way you're going to get Kevin Stefanski fired right now is if they find some emails like John Gruden had, you know, where oh he was God. saying racist shit or something. Because, and I don't get the feeling that there's even an inkling in the mind of Andrew Barry that Kevin Stefanski may not be the guy. The way he talked about him in the state of the team address during the bye was Kevin Stefanski's not only going to call plays, he has the capacity and the bandwidth to do this to keep track of everything. This guy is smarter in football than I'll ever be, appeared to be what Andrew Barry was saying. I'm the, I'm going to say this, okay? And this is I'm being very facetious with this. Okay. But, you know, Look, I we have sat here and watched Jimmy just like it, guys you would think you possibly hey, we'll let him ride to the end of the season. I mean, we suck anyway. We're not expected to even be good, right? Right. And just awesome. Okay. Yeah, it's cutthroat about the firing. Okay. Right. Like, Absolutely. I'll, I'll put the put an intern if in. If ever there anything. were a time to be cutthroat, now is it. Okay. Right. Now, we're sitting here with this mess, and nothing's happening. Hey, do you guys know we won time of possession in this last game? We did? Yeah, yeah 31-22 to 28-38. That, even make, that just makes it worse, doesn't it? It makes it worse, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, fuck you guys. Oh, fuck. You know what the truth is? You know what the truth is? The Browns may have just flat out got their butts whooped last game, but it's masked by all the times that they've lost – when they right. shouldn't have. Looking right. Like Listen, they should, they all shouldn't things have. being equal, if you were going to take one of the three games coming out of the bye and just automatically call it a loss, it was the game against the Bills. Right. You definitely right. had a shot against the Dolphins. Okay, and listen, given the way the Bucks are playing this year, maybe you get one of three. I don't know, you know, okay, because here, here it is. Here it is, guys. This is the last chance you get. Uh, to hand Deshaun whatever you're going to hand right now, the best you can hand him is four and seven, but you could give him three and eight. Now, four and seven, if somehow another Deshaun Watson and Kevin Stefanski put together a win out, all of a sudden, I think you're in the playoffs at 10 and seven. Okay, but I don't think that I've seen a team. They can just because they get Deshaun Watson at quarterback win all the games left on their schedule. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I watched <laughs> the Panthers one year, okay? And this was, I think this was like the year, the the last year before Vic ended up being oust for the whole dog stuff. Right. Okay? Right. Um, Vic was tearing it up that year and then, and they went and won eight games straight, ended up going eight and eight. Okay, and to the uh -huh. playoffs. Okay, because they lost eight. They lost. Well, how eight, would you feel about Stefanski straight. if once he gets Deshaun back, all of a sudden they go and they win out? He will. He there will be tales of 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 his greatness. Okay, I understand. I'll still hate his um, ass. Yeah, we we will hate him, but you will also love him. You'll love hate him. Um, okay. Well, I want to love hate, hate him because be I'm tired of hate hating him. Hate. You'll remember the hate when he does something stupid, but you will love yeah. him. Okay. It's not going to happen. Right now, I just hate him. Right now, it's, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now, we just hate him. And I, I hate to tell you, it's 
highly unlikely to happen. It's not going to happen. So you're probably just going to hate him. Um, <laughs> the love thing, the love part's not coming. It's not coming. It's just, <laughs> well, that's a damn just, shame. Just the hate. Just, just the hate. <laughs> All this hate. I just, I don't see, I don't see any type of future with, with someone thinking Watson's going to come in after two years of not playing. Well, I think it's, it's been, I think it's been the flaw of the whole plan the entire time. I don't think anybody really thinks that. But, but, but I, I just want to just go on record here for, I don't know, the 75th time. And just say that the whole idea of even needing to make this unadvisable deal of $230 million and all the draft picks and everything to trade for Watson never happens if you draft Josh Allen when you had the chance to and you were supposed to. I mean, to. we're going to keep, we're going to stay on this. I get what you're saying. I mean, I don't dis- disagree. What I'm saying is in the here and now, Watson, I, there's no sport that I've watched this happen. Yeah. Okay. That in. In basketball, and this is probably the quickest recovery I can think of, okay? Yeah. Even in basketball, when Michael Jordan came back, he went to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs that year, okay? But remember, Shaq beat him. That's the right. Playoffs. Orlando Magic beat him. And Jordan was a good player. He wasn't the great Michael Jordan. The next right. season, exactly. he got back to form, okay? I mean, so people underestimate what the difference in of is – of good and elite before Watson stopped. Okay. He was viewed as on his way. If not elite already being the most elite quarterback in the league. Okay. It, okay. He, but and not, and I don't want to, I don't want to harp on the Josh Allen thing, but let's think about this for a while, because listen, in the 2018 season, the Browns thought they made the right pick. You know, when you, when you think about how Baker Mayfield came in, final eight games and the way they went six and two mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and josh allen's throwing picks man but you right you exactly see, no yeah. wait but wait josh allen had the physical tools okay here's the difference in what i was trying to explain to you about kenny pickett what kenny pickett's been able to do with the use of a, a hyper grip glove okay and, and and a diminutive size, okay, at the position is admirable. Other people have done it. Kurt Warner, okay? <laughs> Look, Kyler Murray is successfully doing it now, okay? Yeah. All right? But the bottom line is there's a minimum height. There's a minimum hand size. There's a minimum arm length. There's all of this that are statistically proven to give you a prototypical guy who's built to do the job of quarterback. The Bills scouted for that, got that guy, and then they stuck with him and they lived through his hard times. Yeah, I mean, in the case of Baker Mayfield, you had a guy. Kenny Pickett, same way. You got a guy that's performing above what he's actually built to do. And that is in a large part, a lot of times, there's a lot of luck involved in that. And a lucky guy can stay lucky for a long time. Some of them stay lucky for a whole career. But let me tell you, how lucky does Baker Mayfield look to you right now? Yeah, I'm gonna. Let's let's talk about the Baker thing for just a second. Okay? Yeah. 
Go ahead. Uh, I'm I'm interested in if the path of Baker, some of this could have been avoided and Baker would still be the starter. Okay, only only because of this he, he goes to us to the playoffs. Okay, and it's stellar. Look, we, we watched that playoff game with the Chiefs. If they yeah. just had a little bit more, they'd have beat them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. He not only went to the playoffs, we almost. Baker Mayfield was a guy who needed a system to play in and had it in Cleveland. Okay. I'm, I'm just telling I, you, I agree. he can't win without a system. Baker's I, I got agree. to have a system. I agree. So what I'm saying is Baker, we went from Baker being like a play almost, a good play almost away from winning that game. Okay, I understand what we're at now. Right. And because but what's the one thing that hasn't changed the entire time? Kevin Stefanski has called the same game throughout when Baker was injured. There was no adjustment to his play calling. He called the same game. Look, we remember of all the crap we're talking this year, we're talking about this year. Remember, on TV, Troy Aikman said, uh look. He, he's bad throwing to his lefties. He's got the injury right. and the but, running plays to his left. But this year he's got a whole different quarterback and he's still calling the exact same game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, yep. only, thing that is, the only thing that we have come to learn is that Kevin Stefanski only has one game. He only okay. knows how to do it one way, and that's what he's going to do. This is what I do, and this is how I do it. I don't care what you say. This is how I do it. So maybe Kevin Stefanski's not as smart as we think he is or he uh, my, thinks he is. My thing is, so so. here's another thing I've thought about, okay? <clears throat> to me, this is, this is no different than <clears throat> what I'm saying with Baker, okay? Are we really looking at that the Browns just got rid of Baker because they had a coach that was not utilizing Okay. Right. What if they got rid of what they the should have been. Back you had, like I said, okay? worst thing ever happened to us was Kevin Stefanski won coach of the year. Right. Because what I'm saying is instead of wanting Baker to be a certain something, understanding what you had in him. Exactly. It's, 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 listen, it's like understanding what you have in your offensive squad right now. Right if now. You ha- if you're the coach. The guy that's calling the plays for the Browns offense and you're not handing the ball off 20 times a game, you're a goddamn idiot. Right. Now, now here's Flash to Watson here. Now, here's my fear of, of Stefanski with Watson. Okay. You have a good running game, right? Mm-hmm. You have Deshaun Watson. And you you will basically have the ability to just like the Bills and the Ravens do to basically triple threat your offense. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but if he doesn't run any play action, what's the point? It's not gonna work. You 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 can't triple thread nothing. Okay, you don't get that whole effect where it's like, okay, I fake the run. You 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 bite on it. You give me the pass or wait. I faked the run. You thought I was going to run. You have to defend me running because I can run. But you got to stop my pet. You get one. You get that whole. Oh, absolutely. You're not. Effect. You're not getting okay. it. And then I really don't trust Kevin calling RPO. No. Okay. And I, I would think with Watson, you'd get into some run pass option stuff too. Yeah. I mean, uh, did, 
I'm what I'm saying is you kill that whole mystique of like what Watson brings if Kevin calls plays the way he's calling right now. And and he hasn't changed for any situation that's ever happened since he's been with the Cleveland Browns. He's been calling the same game the whole time. Because what I'm saying is you're going to get the, the the reason the Browns, it's like what's being said. You know what they're going to do. Because he he's calling the, the same the game same the whole way. time. Right. He's been calling he's, the same game the whole time. You call this with Watson. Yeah, he's a threat mm. running, right? But the threat's not. They know it's a pass, so they can defend that run on that. Well, needless okay, to say, guys. They know you're not doing anything different. Needless to say, guys. I hate Kevin Stefanski. <clears throat> I hate what he's yeah. done to my team, which should be succeeding. Yeah. And if you know anybody wants to disagree with me, good with you. You can be wrong. <laughs> That's fine. But I, I can tell you this: I know who's responsible for this shit. And when and, and I'll tell you this: I can't remember what team they were talking about, but I'm watching you know NFL stuff coming up to the games on Sunday mm-hmm. and Rex Ryan sitting at the table and they're saying, well, who do you blame? Do you blame the, the team or do you blame the coach or do you blame? It's, he says, it's always the coach. I don't care. It's always Look, the coach. I have never seen the coach is responsible. I'm, I'm going to tell you this in the, in all what's been for a long time with the Browns and the coach coach situations there's always some people that are like nah it's not the coach you're crazy if it's the coach you know he he's not getting what he needs and you know what i mean there's always somebody who defends i have not heard too much defensive this is the most this is the this is the most almost unanimous of yeah the yeah kevin sucks and he's still here uh let me tell you something it's it's totally amazing to me um i just i've never seen fans be so unanimous about the coach sucking, and well, he's still usually you well, have let's arguments go ahead and pick in there. the game, guys, it's and get just, the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, yeah, they, we should do the, that. The Buccaneers are coming to Cleveland, so the game's in Cleveland, but the field's got to be repaired. So let's hope you know they do. By the way, did they do donuts? Yeah, it'll be done. It was uh, superficial. Did they do donuts on brownie? Did they, no, they no, it was on, no, they no, no, no. They should have. Well, hey, he might be the saving grace. Maybe that's why we haven't lost as bad as we could have. <laughs> Hadn't right. been for Brownie, it would have been a blowout. I think Brownie. they got worse when Brownie was put on the field. Well, it's not. I can tell you this: it's not Brownie's Brownie fault, unless, for- unless, you know, because if you take his little fucking elf suit off and you pull his hat off, is that Kevin Stefanski? He's a clown, just like Kevin Stefanski. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, if you drew a beard on Brownie, right? Took his hat off. Does they're, he look being, like Kevin Stefanski? Being, you know what? That's probably the problem. I blame the Brownie right next to Kevin. You know why? That, because yeah. as soon as they put him on the field, he, it's it's basically a, a dressed up fancy clown. Okay. Yeah. And the Browns have been clownish since these put yeah. been put on the field. That's it. That's it. Take okay, him so, off. Put the helmet back on the right. field. Buccaneers are coming to Cleveland, Hugh. Who's winning? <sighs> really? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it's in you know, Cleveland. I mean, it's in Cleveland. You know, I said game winning streak. I said this about last game. I said, uh-huh. you know, this is the type of a game 
that, you know, you know, the Browns are going to lose, but that they would just go out and win because, you know, that's what they do. They lose games they are supposed to win and they win games they are supposed to lose. Really? That's yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think they I, I think they lose games they're supposed to win and they lose games they're supposed to lose. And every once in a while when the fucking dumbass head coach hands the running back the ball over 20 times, they win. Well, I, I use the Bengals as, as a, I know we've always had their number and everything, but I use the Bengals as an example when saying that we didn't think they were going to really win that game. I no, mean, that's the how hell bad. we didn't. The hell we didn't. I mean, that's, listen, I know we got two wins a season, no matter how good we are in those, because we play the Bengals twice. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying with the evolution of how bad they've gotten and how little no, they've been running no, the ball we, and all that. We beat the Bengals no matter what. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, I stand by my example. Those, those are two you anyway. can count every year if you want to start when you start calculating how good you think this team's going to be, okay? And yeah. you count and wins. Well, there's we play the Bengals twice. That's two, and then you go from there. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. that's funny. Okay, so I'm what's the gonna, score? What's the score going to be? I'm not going to uh, bet against my Browns, so I'm going to say Browns by one, 21 to 20? 14. Okay. 21 to 21 to 20. Oh, I thought oh, okay, I, tw- by one point. Well, they won't cover the spread, and, 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 and then because but I don't know if 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 Kevin Stefanski hey, is blowing spreads, which way is he blowing them? Under or yeah. over? Oh, man. Anyway, what about you, Jeff? What, what's happening? I'm, I'm, I, I, I am officially picking beyond the heart. Okay. Oh, oh no. Okay. Oh, oh yes. No, it's come to this. Tom Brady it's is going to pick, pick the ass. He's going to pick don't even our need fucking a head piece coach. of shit defense apart. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what he's gonna do. He they are on a two game winning streak, and I said this. Okay. You're Remember we were talking about up. this, this, and this I is said the final tune up game. I said this is exact. No, <laughs> this is exactly what I was saying. I was saying by the time we play them, they will have started on a winning streak. They will have started getting right. themselves but back together. Is, we're gonna get a playoff ready now. Oh yeah, we yeah, probably we're, are. We're Tom is going to start ready. feeling yeah. himself. Tom Get. is going to start filling him. Tom is right now. Tom Brady. He's been in dumps. His girl. He lost all this money on the with with the the cryptocurrency. Okay. Oh wait, did you know he's what? being investigated now too? Right. Oh, exactly. Him and uh, who's the other athlete? Um, but it's all with the FTX thing too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So right now, Tom has got a lot going on, but. He can relish in the fact he's playing the Browns, and he's going to take That's it all. It. He's going to take it out on Joe Woods' defense. That's Check right. it out. Check it out. Joe Woods is. Uh, I've heard through the grapevine that he's going to stop running uh, zone almost exclusively and go to man uh, in this Just game. Just in time for Tom, Tom Brady to pick Brady. him apart. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me <laughs> there, explain there something. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not saying that's. I'm not saying that's all bad. Okay, because like. <laughs> You get if you got good man defenders, you can do some damage to an offensive team. I, but okay? against Tom Brady, but really? If, Come if on! If all the games you're going to decide to do that against the most tacticianist quarterback in the league, yes, uh-huh. let's let Tom Brady pick us apart because we're just going to play man. <laughs> we're going to play man all day. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. 
Yeah, That's now perfect. I'm confident we're going to get our asses kicked. What's final <laughs> score? What's final score, Jeff? Final score, I'm going to go 31 to 21. Okay, I'll buy that. Well, I, I, I can tell you this. I know the Browns are going to score first. Okay. <laughs> this the, is Browns, true. the Browns is going to no, they're going to score first. They will they will actually right. they will lead the game right. for the first two, I mean the first quarter and a half. Then Tom Brady will come back. They'll take a touchdown lead by halftime. Um you know whether or not we deferred or they deferred or depend who gets the ball. Don't know all that. But in the end, <coughs> Bucks 27, Brown 17. That's it. All right. I call them like I see them. I'm saying I you don't know how much I want to root for the Browns here. Oh, this, I'm going to root for the Browns. I won't root for the Buccaneers. No, I mean as far as in my pick. In my pick. Although, I do have a birth certificate says that I was born at St. Joseph's Hospital in Tampa Bay. So, I could root for the Bucks and be just fine. Yeah. They're Look, like my I'm, my my very hometown team because I was 6 all, months old they moved me to Cleveland. You you know how discouraging discouraging it is. Team. You know how discouraging it is to just hear that we might be playing man. I know. I know. It's going into like, Tom, yeah, going yeah. into Tom Brady. Going into I know. Tom yeah, Brady. it's like what? Yeah. Well, you know, it's Tom Brady. So let's play, so, man. Of all let's the weeks. <laughs> but here's the week. So, hey, who do we got this week? Tom Brady. Well, uh, oh, let's well, play, man. Well, let's play, man. Yeah. But I'm just like, like okay. He, we, like, we we have hardcover corners, and we don't hardly ever play man. So all I'm gonna wait, do, wait, hold on. We have hard cover corners, and they hardly cover. So they're doing good. So they're doing good. Listen, man, you got Don. You got, what's the fuck's name? Joe Woods playing zone almost exclusively. They can't play zone either. No, I get no. it. I get it. But of all games to do it in is not Tom Brady. By the way, I was just I mean, making come that. Come on. Sure. I, 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 I was just saying. I was, just it up. I was just making it up to make it seem more dangerous yeah. for time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys know what time it is. It's like on the Academy Awards. You can't stop talking about it, but we got to go, guys. We got to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Brown suck. Brown suck. Spirit of the season, man. That's the greeting. Yep. Don't say happy holidays, just I, brown suck. I cannot. I can. I almost want to look this up to confirm that they're going to do this because I I, I, <laughs> I feel like, like they're going to do this just just to to fuck with fans. Oh, we're going to play man this we're week. We're going to play man it's all Tom day. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. So, I swear to God, the last time they, they ran, uh, you know, Chubb 20 times and they won, right? Yeah, I think I Kevin. I, I think Kevin sure. got pissed because I think he was trying to say, "See, I ran twenty times and we didn't win, but they <laughs> won." Was pissed, we won. Yeah, yeah. It was pissed off. By the way, to make I, it even worse, to make it even worse about not running Chubb enough, Derrick Henry now has a thousand ten yards already. Yeah, and he started off so slow. Right. Exactly. So there you go. And there you have it. Hey, look, there it is. Hey, look. I'm I'm just imagining Kevin going back to the locker room and we won the game and he's just kicking shit. Well, Cleveland you know? fans, if you got a sense of humor, you've just heard you know some good stuff. 
maybe. But I wish it was. Which was. I wish it was good things about the team in which we root for. But you know, you've been listening to TBF, a Browns fans podcast. In the meantime, the in between time tells that time. What time is that? Time for us to talk about the results of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visit to First Energy Field to take on the Cleveland Browns and how that came out. But until that time, this is Paul, Jeff, and Hugh for TBF, a Browns fans podcast saying we're out. Basement Tapes Production. Yeah.